Hello, this is AJ welcoming you to Inside the Quilting Pot. Grab a craft, have a seat, and let's get started, shall we? Today is Sunday, April the 17th, 2016. This is TQP number 59, a long hiatus. Well, guys, I'm still here. Um, if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, you see that I've been um, doing some posting, mostly on Instagram. I've also been on the Twilters group on Facebook. I'm not there very often. I'm not a big Facebooker, but I go there on occasion just to see what's going on. So, yes, I am still here. I took a year off. It was almost a year to the day of um, not working since I got out of the Army. I started a new job um, the end of last month, and... I had to go back to work. It had been a while since I worked, and I got tired of talking to the boys all of the time. I didn't have any adult people to speak with or real people to speak with while I was home. My daughter worked, so it was kind of getting to be a little bored. So I went back, got a job, and plus, I was spending more money than was what was coming in, and I need to stay... Um, up on my craft and creating ability. So you need money in order to purchase fabric and rulers and thread and paints and sketchbooks. So I decided it was time for me to go back to work. And that's what I did. I initially took a position um, not based on something that I applied for, but based on contact that I received from the potential employer. They saw my resume and was very interested and had a job in mind for me. And when I went to interview for it, it wasn't quite what I wanted um, because I've already done that, been there, and I didn't want to do that again. However, they gave me a, an additional option um, of a position that had just come to fruition within that department, but not yet been posted. So I was very excited to hear about that position, and I accepted the job with that position. However, after only being there uh, maybe two weeks, I decided this wasn't what um, was discussed, or there was a lot of things that were left out of the interview process that had I known about, I would have not accepted the position at that time. So I had some things go down on a Monday. I went into my supervisor's um, office on a Tuesday and decided that I was not going to be returning to work on that following Wednesday. However, there was another position offered to me and lo and behold, that was the position that I had originally applied for when I got the call back for a subsequent position. So I said yes, and I immediately had an interview within the hour um, with that boss of that section. And then I was being interviewed by some of the um, staff on, in that department. And probably about a half an hour after all of that was done, I got a... a call the okay call. So I am now in that position and I'm loving it so far. I'm, I'm the type, I'm at 
a point in my life that I don't need the additional stress. I want to leave work at work when I go home. I don't necessarily want to be someone that can be called at all hours when there's an issue or a problem. I've already lived that life. I just want to be able to work, be productive, and come home and leave work at work and come home and enjoy home without having the the thought process of having to cover somebody, having an issue I got to deal with, or trying to deal with an issue over the phone. So the position that I am in now, um, I've been in it for about two weeks. Um, I'm loving it. It's not new. It's you know, it's, it's a new position to me. It's a new facility. So I got to get used to being the new person on the block and learning all of the documentation and things that go go with being the new person on the block. And that's that's coming along. And, you know, I'm still on orientation or probation or however you want to call it because I've just started a position. But I'm plugging along and I'm feeling confident that it will, I will get my rhythm with this position like I've had my rhythm in my past positions. So I'm good with it, and I like it that it's Monday through Friday, no weekends, no holidays, um, and I work four days a week. My day off during the week rotates, so that's a good feeling as well. So I am happy with my new position. And it seems like um, when... I have the least amount of time is when I get the most things accomplished. Don't ask me why that is. I just knew that not working, that I would do everything that I've always wanted to do as far as my creativity and, and my quilting. And I really didn't do anything. I just, I was a couch potato for a lot of the time. Um, and I did a lot of watching TV. I got hooked on the soap operas again and it was a road that I didn't need to go back down. That was in my younger days. So I, I feel a lot happier now. And and I'm, I'm being more productive now. It's funny how that kind of works. So let's see. I just talked a little bit about how I felt during my time off. As my daughter told me, she said, Mom, I don't ever see you staying at home when you truly retire. You will always have to do something, whether it's volunteer, but I can't see you in the house all of the time. And she was right. She only gave me three months. I gave myself six. But the range when I stopped the military, I know I digress just a tad bit, was six to 12 months. And it was almost 12 months to the day. So I'm happy with that. Um, let's see, I am in this little pocket now of making small quilts. Not many quilts, but small quilts. And I am trying to make things to go around in my sewing area or my creative space to always be a positive inspiration for me. I got my design wall up and I got various things at different stages However, I want to make small little wall hangings to hang around and I'm going to make a banner or something that sparks my creativity when I come in here. I am also thinking about painting my design, my creative space. When I lived in Texas, my um, sewing area or my creative area, right at that time it was sewing, it was yellow. 
And I truly think I have a seasonal affective disorder or affective disorder, seasonal, or no, it's sad, seasonal affective disorder. Because on the gloomy days or the rainy days, it's all I want to do is lay around. I don't want to do anything. I have no energy. Um, but when the sun is out, I am a much brighter, happier person. So I think I may have it. I haven't been diagnosed with it. Um, and I don't want to offend anybody that may have it. But I do notice that my moods are very different depending on whether the sun is out versus whether it's a cloudy, rainy day or just a cloudy day. So I don't know. Maybe I should have someone look at it, but maybe not. I just have have um, decided that, yeah, that seems to be how my mood is. And my children, or at least the one that's with me, my daughter recognizes that my mood is a little different when the sun is out versus when it's not. But back to what I was saying, um, I'm thinking about painting this room a bright, sunny yellow. Um, it gets the afternoon sun, so it, it's nice and bright in here all of the time um, in the afternoon. And I think with the yellow background, I'm not sure if I want it yellow. I'm thinking about yellow, red, and teal as my color scheme because all of my furniture, for the most part, is white in the room, with the exception of Ladies G's table, and she's like a, a gray. But, um, yeah, it's just a thought. I don't know when I'm going to do it. Um, I've been here almost three years, and I have not painted my wall walls from when the house was built so we'll see how that goes let's see what else can I talk about oh yeah um the small quilts instant gratification based on the amount of time that it takes and the time that it takes to quilt it which brings me to my dilemma I started out free motion quilting on a domestic sewing machine and was pretty okay with that but with that said um I went on to long arming, so I am a little better on long arming than I am on the domestic machine right now. And the issue I am finding out is that I don't want to put these small quilts on the long arm. It's just not worth the time to set up the long arm to do small quilts. So I am trying to, you know, get my free motion groove back on the domestic machine. And I did a little stars quilt, and I quilted it, finished the whole thing, and flipped it over. And lo and behold, all you would have had to have done would be to pull on the thread, and it would pull out all of the bobbin thread. So uh, my tension wasn't great. Then I started free motion quilting the after I took it out, of course, which takes a lot longer to take out than it is to put in. So once I took it out and started free motion quilting again, I was having a problem with my sewing machine. And I free motion quilt on my brother, which is a, a PQ1500. It is a straight stitch only machine and it stitches a lot faster than my Bernina. I just can't get that stitch regulator thing down on the Bernina. It just doesn't work for me. So I like my PQ 1500 better. Um, I was having problems with the thread shredding and I was having problems with my um, threading of the sewing machine coming undone. 
And I couldn't figure out for the life of me why I kept rethreading and rethreading. And then it dawned on me, my check spring was gone. I don't know when it broke off or how long it had been broken off because I hadn't used this machine in quite some time. But, yep, it was gone. So that was part of the issue with that. And I knew that the shredding thread wasn't the needle size or the thread that I was using because um, in my piecing, I use Aurafil thread and I also use um, for piecing 50 weight and I use an 80 needle, an 80-12 needle to be needle to be exact. And I use so fine um, bottom line thread from Superior for my quilting. So I knew it wasn't the quilting, so it had to be something else. And sure enough, it was the check spring. So I have a local um, brother singer dealer, and I called him, and he thought he may have one in stock that. Um, I could get. I was going to order it and replace it myself, but I was trying to get instant gratification. It would have been cheaper if I ordered it and replaced it myself, however. So I took my machine there, as he suggested, and when I took it there, he didn't have it. And so um, he had to order it. So I had to wait anyway, and I left my machine there. And something that I probably could have fixed myself for less than $10 ended up costing me $20 because the machine was there. I do believe he just did a bait and switch. He just wanted me to get the machine there, knowing that I would probably leave it versus taking it back and reordering it. So anyway, I got the machine back and the check spring is fixed. I have it rethreaded and later on today, um, I will try to quilt the most recent quilt. Um, if you follow me, I've been posting a little log cabin in which the colored side is uh, larger, so it gives the circular movement for it. So I'm going to try to quilt on that um, maybe today. If not, I may finish quilting the stars quilt since that is probably at least a quarter done, and we'll see how that goes. And who knows, I may have a glass of wine and quilt neither one of them, so that could happen too. But anyway, yeah, that is a dilemma that I've had with my machines here recently. Um, Lady G, I am doing uh, not a lot of practice on Lady G, but I am using her a lot more frequent than I have in the past, and I'm still working on um, getting more and more comfortable of the hand-guided um, quilting. Ooh, Daisy has taken off with her quilting because she's working at the quilt shop. Pam uses Lynn Daisy of Lazy Daisy quilts, and Pam of Hip to Be a Square, they're both taking off with their long arming. I'm just kind of at a standstill. I'm not envious. I'm just proud of both of them. And I will get there. The more I'm, the more I do, the better I get. I'm getting better at swirls. I'd like to do um, the Baptist fan on a quilt at some point in my ultimate goal. Still has not changed. I want to be able to do feathers, not necessarily heirloom feathers. I would love to get there one day, but that takes a lot of practice, but just feathers in general. So um, I have multiple classes on Craftsy for long arm. I got a lot of long arm videos um, for different designs. However, I recently um, signed up for I Quilt 
class, and I think that's been that's a Bernina thing, and it's the same type of platform as Craftsy. And I am I signed up to take a class by Judy Matson, and um, she has Green Fairy quilts. I think that's her her site because she does some amazing hand guided ruler work, free um, free hand guided work, and I want to be like her when I grow up as well as um, Angela Walters. I like her as well. That's it. That's, a, that's it for the long-arming nothing more um, that I have to say. Oh, and yeah, Stephanie, she's doing very well with her long arm. She has a, I think hers is a HQ Avante, and she's doing real well on her long arm as well. Oh, God. I got a chance to um, sign up for a retreat at my guild that I go to in South Carolina, and that's coming up at the end of the month. Looking forward to that. I haven't been at a retreat in forever. The venue is only, a, uh, you know, about an hour south of here. Looking forward to the, that, and that's the start of my weekend with my family. So, yes, I'll have all of my kids here um, that first week in May, and looking forward to spending some time with them. It's been a while since I've had them all all here at the same time. It always makes me happy to have all of my children under one roof and listen to them, you know, bigger like they did when they were little kids. So looking forward to that. Let's see. Some finishes that I've done. I did participate in Bonnie Hunter's Alia Terry. I guess that's how you say it, and I've posted pictures of that, you know, Instagram, Twitter. That was a nice size quilt. It actually covers my bed, which is a queen size bed, and have a little bit of an overhang. Not really, you know, like a queen size bedspread would do, but but close enough. And I think that is the biggest quilt that I've ever made since I've been quilting. I have a top. And it's called a Texas Blue Bonnet that I made at a guild um, when I was living in Northern Virginia. Uh, it was Quilters Unlimited. The Burke chapter is where I, I belonged then. And I made a quilt called Texas Blue Bonnet. I have yet to, to bind or add borders to and finish that quilt. That is on one of my to-do lists for this year. I have several quilts hanging in the closet that I need to quilt, and that is one of them. But Eliatari, Eliatari, however you pronounce it, I am very proud of. I did it all myself. I long-armed it, and then long-arming is not bad, should I say so. Um, the other thing that I've finished is I did a, a four-patch, a disappearing four-patch um, little wall hanging, and we had a little round-robin um, after Quilt Guild meeting, on one day and they were doing some demonstrations and the four patch I've done the disappearing four patch I've done before but this was a dis disappearing four patch type on point and it gives it a totally different look and so when I put it together it came out with a, a secondary design of arrows so I'm like oh cool 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 I quilted swirls on it and I made like a little piano key border well, not, I didn't make the border, but I quilted it like a piano key border. 
I just have to sew the binding down and then that's done and ready for the wall. It's made out of a purple and a green and I really love that color combination. And I think it's anthology fabric if I'm not mistaken. So I'm, I'm happy with that as well. So once I get the binding sewn on that, get my little stars finished quilting and my log cabin little mini or small quilt, then I'll have three things to decorate my room with. And that is making me happy right now. Now, what's in the making? Still working on the leader ender project of um, the tumblers. I think I got two complete rows and um, several little sets in different stages. I am also doing two and a half inch um, squares, um, making some four patches. Um, I got those in various stages. I am working on my spider web quilt. Uh, that's been in different stages forever. What I think I'm going to take with me to um, the retreat, I think I may take my, my um, I'm going to be making a log cabin quilt, just using the creative grid ruler for the wonky log cabin. Um, it's going to be out of Christmas fabric. So I got my jelly rolls set. I got my one and a half inch strips already cut. I used the Acre Quilt Go to cut those. And I have it all in a little um, 12 by 12 container. That's going to be a container that I take with me to the retreat. I may take all of my um, two, two and a half inch squares with me in the retreat and do some um, making of some four patches. I also want to do the H quilt that Bonnie Hunter is working on. She didn't really say any sizes because I think it's going to end up in publication. So she was working on that on her last quilt cam. And I think I may do some cutting to get that done as well. So I have three things in mind that I'm going to take. Um, and we'll see how that goes because I don't really want to take a whole bunch of scraps. I kind of want to think to take things that are already cut and ready to sew. Hence the log cabin um, and the two and a half inch squares because they're all ready to go. I just got to grab them and put them in the bin as well as if I can get enough stuff cut to start working on the H blocks, I do that as well. So I think those are the three things I'm going to take to the retreat with me. Um, because they have no planned program. It's just basically getting away for the weekend and sewing on whatever you want to sew on. Eating and just enjoying, you know, being with like people, doing like things and having a lot of fun. So really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to that. So I don't think I have much more to say. Um, I'm not going to make any promises. I hope to get back to this. If not, um, once every other week, maybe once a, a month. I'm not going to make any promises on that as well. Um, I'll podcast when I'll podcast, and hopefully people have not stopped listening to me because I'm still here. And I would love for everyone to, you know, get back on a roll with AJ from The Quilting Pot because I am here. So if you would like to reach me, you can do so at thequiltingpot.com. That takes me to my takes you to my Podbean site. 
as well as follow me on Instagram or Twitter. I do believe I'm Nitty AJ there, um, K-N-I-T-T-Y-A-J, um, as well as Ravelry, because I, I am a knitter, and I have recently um, made some socks, uh, finished those, and I have some yarn to start other socks. I am currently working on, yeah, I digress. I was signing off, and I started talking about knit, knitting, so there you go. Um, I'm working on a shawl, but again, I am on Ravelry as Nitty AJ. So hopefully, guys, this won't be the last time that you hear from me. Um, hopefully, I will be a little more um, regular in the upcoming um, year. If not once, once every other week, at least once a month. But just stay tuned. I have not pod faded. I had recorded several episodes before, but never uploaded them. So I didn't think it was nice to put old episodes up when they weren't relevant. So I decided just to podcast fresh. Um, it's a new year, a new start. Hopefully this won't be the last. I know I keep saying that. But until next time, may all your seams be straight. Music.